Hi, this is Kate Luzio, founder and CEO of Luminary, New York's premier collaboration space for women who are passionate about professional development and expanding their networks. Welcome to Come Sit at Our Table, our Be a Luminary podcast. During our podcast, we'll speak to luminous leaders, exploring how they are inviting others to their table and exemplifying luminary behavior in their personal and professional lives. We welcome you to listen and come sit at our table. to come sit at our table, the Be Illuminary podcast. I'm really excited to host the co-founders of Social Fly as well as Entreprenista podcast and Intrapreneista <laughs> podcast, yes. as well as um, recipients of the Inc. 5000 this year for the second or third time? Second time. Second time, which is amazing. Courtney Spritzer and Stephanie Carton. So welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us on this beautiful couch. <laughs> beautiful place. And, and I was on the Entrepreneurista podcast a few months ago. I, you were not available, Stephanie. We'll go into that. But Courtney and I talked and I was so sick. Remember, because they kept having to give me tea, and we'd have a little break, Um, but we got through it. And I remember going, "Oh my God, I'm going to sound so terrible on it," and it was it it was great. So um, post production, (laughs) (laughs) but it was so much fun, and I'm actually have my entrepreneurista notebook here. Um, But how we normally start this, and for the listeners, is I really would just love to hear personally. um, And then we'll talk about Social Fly and Entrepreneurista and other things that you guys are now doing and launching about your personal background what led you to creating social fly and it's great to hear from both of you because mm-hmm. you'll each bring your own kind of story to it should i start this one can, yeah i'll you start, start this one. we always take turns telling us <laughs> okay telling amazing story, yes. turn. <laughs> um so how do we start social fly and our stories uh so my background i went to cornell undergrad for hospitality and business management and while i was at cornell it's when facebook actually first started so I was one of the first wow. users of Facebook. I remember getting on the platform. I mean, back then we were really just sharing pictures with each other, but we would take pictures with our digital cameras back then, yeah, not yeah. our phones, um, and then upload them onto Facebook. And I remember thinking, this is really going to change the way of marketing in the future, but I wasn't sure quite how back then. And I really just always stayed on the forefront of everything that was happening with social. So fast forward a few years, I graduated from Cornell. I first worked for Marriott down in Orlando and then moved up to New York and was working for Hilton, and while I was there, I had were you working uh, in what fields? Oh, I was doing sales. Okay, yes, okay. So, so nothing to do with n- nothing okay. to do with social. Okay. I was just always stayed on the forefront. Was obsessed with social media, obsessed with Facebook. Twitter had just launched when mm-hmm. I was working for Hilton. And I had a lot of friends who were starting businesses, and just because of my background in sales and marketing, they were coming to me asking me for advice on sales and marketing strategies. And I started saying, you know, you have to start using social media. This is going to be the way of the future. And this is back in like 2008, before social media really is what it is mm-hmm. today. Um, so uh, initially, I had um, this idea to start a social media company. I remember just like walking down the streets and like, oh, these businesses could be using social media and marketing on Facebook. So I had initially partnered with a friend of mine who I worked with, um, and that partnership didn't work out, but I still really wanted to run this business, and I left Hilton at this time. And then I had met Courtney through a mutual friend who's also an entrepreneur, and we became 
fast friends and wish I let you take it away from here from this Wait, format. let me ask a question. Okay. You quit Hilton. I quit Hilton. Are you doing anything at this point? Oh, I started a business with with a this of other mine from, person yes. that didn't work out. It didn't okay. work out. Got it. Um so then I was still working with clients on the side and then went back to work full time, but I still really wanted to do this business full Got time. It. Okay. And then I met Courtney. And then, okay, so And then Okay. My <laughs> background is uh, I actually grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, and I actually didn't think that I wanted to start my own business. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something that I thought about when I was in school. I really wanted to work my way up in corporate America and really understand how large businesses work. And when I was studying at NYU, uh, I graduated in 2009, and Facebook, my first year, was only available to college students, and then they opened it up. But like Stephanie, I was obsessed on Facebook wow. every day. I remember I was more excited about getting uh, access to Facebook than I was about getting into NYU, because <laughs> I needed that email address yeah. to get a Facebook account at oh, the time. Oh, back then. That was yeah. the yeah. only way you could okay. get on Facebook, is if you had a college email account. So I get on, um, I get on Facebook, and then I quickly make all of these friends on Facebook that are going into NYU, and I spent a lot of my time, embarrassingly, on Facebook. But it wasn't a career at the time, or I didn't know that it could be. And because I went to such an expensive college, I accumulated a lot of uh, student loans, and I wanted, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I was like, okay, I need to make as much money as possible after I graduate. So let me go into finance. So. <laughs> That's what I did after I graduated. I graduated at a tough time in 2009, and it was hard to get, um, you know, your standard finance job yeah. at a bank. Yeah. Um, so I ended up getting recruited to work at an insurance company in Massachusetts, and I grew up in New York, never left, and I was like, you know what, this is different. I'll move. I'll do the opposite of what everyone else is doing. Everyone's right. moving to New York City. Yeah. I'll move to rural Massachusetts, try this out, and... Uh, I joined a management training program there, so I actually learned a lot while I was there, but I grew up in New York, I missed the city, I wanted to come, to come back. back. While I was there, I had met Stephanie, like she said, while we were on vacation in Miami, we stayed in touch, we were Skyping, me, Skyping each <laughs> other at the time because I didn't live in New York, she was living in New York, and then I knew that I wanted to go back to New York, so I applied to a bunch of jobs and somehow got a job at American Express and they basically hired me over the phone. I was like, wow. wow. So go to American Express, I'm working in finance there, and it was while I was there that they were forming partnerships with Facebook, Foursquare, Twitter, and doing some really innovative things uh, with social for their card members. And I remember they would bring in people from Facebook and Twitter and Foursquare to educate the entire company on how these platforms work and how innovative they are and how how they can really help push the business forward right. and that's really when I knew that I wanted to have a career in social media but my background was finance and then Stephanie had to go back to work she really wanted to start her social the social media agency and I wanted to get into the business so we just started working together uh, on nights and weekends and and while you were at Amex, uh, while I was you're at, at a full-time job. So yes. you're side hustling. Yes, our side hustle. Yes. Right? So for, for ten, 10 months, months, for ten we months, side hustle. we it was met a side hustle. every weekend, either at one yeah. of our apartments or at the. It was the Sports Club LA on the Upper West Side. Yep. Now it's an Equinox, yes. and we would meet in the cafe there yeah. and just. Work out of there is our office. Wow. You didn't have a luminary then. We didn't have right? a luminary. <laughs> we would have been here. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. <laughs> we would have been here. Um, so yeah. So at night. 
we were at the time the business was called collective media we then got a cease and desist letter after we quit our jobs of course we thought we were going to go to jail Uh, and then, you know, after 10 months, we said to each other, if this is ever going to be a real business, we just got to go all in, do it, quit our jobs. I was 24 at the time. Wow. I was 27. And you're, Stephanie was 27. And, you know, we didn't have a family. We didn't have mortgages. We just didn't have... Right. All these we were naive. We were like, right. let's No, but it's good, it. right? You took a risk. It's time to be taking a risk yeah. because we don't really have... Yeah too many big responsibilities and we handed in our two weeks notice on the same day yes wow. may 4th was our last day in 2012 America. 2012 and then on may 5th we celebrated Cinco de mayo and then that monday <laughs> we went to work at stephanie's apartment. apartment yep that so you worked out of your apartment yep for, for like a week and then we found um complimentary office space through yeah, courtney's family friend yeah. wow yes yeah, so the first week i remember this we made a list of things that we needed to do and one of them was you know find interns so we put an ad on Craigslist and interviewed like a bunch of people and got six interns signed that first week wow yeah. great great interns the best like, we interns. had the best yeah. interns yeah. Ever. Summer. Yeah. I don't know how how that how we lucked out there but we did does that even still exist like using because we have a lot of you know founders that we talk to or, or entrepreneurs like hey I don't I need I can't hire staff I think to that I mean, I know that was 2012, but interns, does that... We still have interns. We usually don't have as many as we used to over the summer, just because we're limited on And you get space. those from schools? Yep, and yep. then we give college credit. We'll do stipends. Yeah. Okay. So you had six interns. Six yeah. interns, and then we're like, okay, we can't have them all come to Stephanie's apartment, so we need somewhere <laughs> to go. Uh, I think so we looked at shared office spaces at the time, and it's a shade that Luminary didn't exist. Uh, and then I remembered. Did we go to another thing. office We space? did. We, we did. I don't remember where we went, but I think there was a picture on it somewhere on our Instagram. I do remember, <laughs> like, it was overcrowded and not pretty like this is. Yeah. Because um, that's really at the beginning of co- true yeah. co-working. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is 2012. Yeah, I have no uh, recollection. So of then that. I don't know why, <laughs> but when I was 16, uh, my mom she owned an art gallery and she also did framing. And one of her clients, I guess it was a client or a partner, yeah. was a printing company. And I remember she took me to one of her appointments, um, and it was on 35th and 8th. And I remember he had a poker table in his office, and I had been I had started playing poker at that time with <laughs> the boyfriend that I was dating you know, in high school. You know yeah. So I remember sitting down with him playing poker, and he had like the whole floor, and it was very, very, you know, it still exists today. It's called Printex. So if anyone needs printing, that's the best. Printex. We still use oh, it for all of our printing. Awesome. So we need, Frank, that's yeah. a good Tell connection. Tell him Social Fly sent you. Okay. Um, so anyway, I met him one time. And I remember how big his office was. I was like, maybe he has some extra space he could just lend us. So I called my You know, mom New York City like, lending office space. Do you remember that guy in that meeting you brought me to like five, six years ago? She played like, poker. Yeah. She was like, yeah, let me call him up, see, see if he has some extra space. So she did. And he said, oh, tell your daughter to come over. I have like this little corner. And it was literally, I don't know if we have I'm a picture. Find, I'm going to find a picture. But it was half the size of this room. And we crammed in like six people there. Wow. And we were like, okay, we'll take it. And we were there from maybe May to, I don't know, six so months. That yeah. was like super scrappy. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like you just there was little mice right there. there was okay. <laughs> but hey, exactly. You learn from everything. But we cleaned up that little corner. We put like wallpaper. So um, and we just made it, made it our own. And then. 
the rest is history. So you're seven years old. Yeah, eight. Almost eight. Or like eight. I guess it depends on when. When we officially started was May 4th. Or, yeah, 4th. That's the day that we celebrate. And in one line, like one line, what is, what is, for the, again, for people that don't know, if you don't know Socialfly, we'll talk about their social (laughs) and everything, but what is it that you do? We are a social first digital agency so we specialize in creating social media strategies for brands and then executing them so we have a team of strategists account managers content creators incredible people on our creative team our paid media team our influencer team so we drive business results for brands through social is the short version and you're in high demand and you're in high demand you're in high demand okay so did you you found a picture Oh, amazing! But this is current, so we went back there and took a picture. Now he just has a bunch of see, paper like, lined up. I can if we scroll all the way back on our, yeah. you'll on see the, the original. Fly. But it's such a good part of the story, oh, yeah. right? It's like how you begin, right? So um, you had this it's 2012. I know we're fast forwarding, but you both leave jobs, yes. right? You're side hustling. You leave the jobs. Do you have naysayers along the way? I don't remember. We were talking about this before. I don't remember any naysayers, and if there were, like, we couldn't hear them. We were just so focused on, I'm going out marketing the agency, bringing in new business. Courtney, I'm bringing in the business with the interns when we started, figure out how to execute it and make it happen. Did you have a business plan? No. No. So everything kind of just, like, came together. You know, we ended up finding six interns that first week. We ended up getting office space that first week. Frank gave us advice that first day that we met him, and he said to get clients. I I belong to this networking group called BNI. You have to join. Oh, BNI. So yeah. Stephanie joined the next week, or maybe went the next day to, a, you know, as a guest at one of the meetings, and then she was in it for two years. And all of our first clients came from, from that. that group. Yeah, people don't have realize heard the about power it if yeah. we'd ever met Frank. So we wouldn't have met Frank if I didn't go to. Yeah. Uh, so he was my kind of a mentor, office, yes. right? We call him Uncle Frank. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a, yeah. so mentor. Don't have a lot of naysayers. Not that you remember, because you guys were just super yeah. focused on yeah. this is the right thing to do. Yes. We want to build this company. Yeah. Um, so that's 2012. We're now in two, almost the end of 2019, which is crazy. It is. <laughs> the majority of your clients are Fortune 500, right? Yeah. To our earlier conversation, um, and now you've launched another part of the business. We'll get to entrepreneurs in yeah. a minute. Called Sweet Rise. Yes. And that's today. Yes, today is our official launch of Sweet Rise. And And what is Sweet Rise? We are so passionate about helping small businesses who are either just starting out, trying to figure out their social media strategies to grow their business, because we were there when we first started. And we started our business that way. We worked with a lot of small clients when we first started, and as we grew the business, we realized we couldn't scale that way. So now we have a division dedicated that's just focused on helping small businesses launch and grow. Which is incredible because as a as a relatively new founder, and we were we were just having this conversation, but as a as a community of professional women, you know, fifty six percent of our members are I work a full time job, I have a full time office, but then you've got the rest that are I'm a woman owned business, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a female founder, whatever you categorize yourself yeah. as, and then consultants, freelancers. But even as consultants and freelancers, you still have to market yourself. Yeah. And so we get I get a lot of questions and and I'm not the right person to advise but on how do you build that and so small businesses have such kind of the chicken and the egg right you need PR you need to get your brand out you need to develop your brand but you're also looking at a very limited budget 
and I would think as now I reflect on almost being a year old in this business um, that's such a huge part of making your company success because a success because you have to market out there and market yeah. it so people know who you are and when we first started we really focused on marketing our own agency and we're very quickly number one on Google for social media agency social media agency NYC then influencer agency influencer agency NYC all on Google organically never paid a dollar to Google because we focused on our own marketing and we did it ourselves in-house because that's our business that's our business too but for other businesses who don't have that expertise now with Sweet Rise, we're doing a lot of consultations and teaching business owners what they need to know that they can also execute themselves. So once you have a plan and a strategy, if you are a founder and you're just starting out, there is a lot you can do on your own and you might not need to work with an agency just yet while you're first getting started. So top tip to one of these small companies that feels like they're overwhelmed with every other expense, right? What's a What's a good tip or that you would even say as you're just starting out um, to some of these companies? In terms of your marketing strategy? Yeah. Or, yeah. I, the first thing that we say is always start with figuring out what your strategy is going to be, identifying who your target market is, and then figuring out which platforms they spend a lot of time on. Um, because when you're just starting out, you don't have a lot of time, you don't have a lot of money, so it may not make sense for you to be on every single platform. Maybe Instagram is the platform that you need to focus on. And then from there, you can figure out, okay, how am I gonna create content for this platform? How often should I post? Uh, and then who ultimately is going to manage it? Should I hire someone to do right. it who's the right vendor for me? Or should I have someone internally manage the account? And how do I prioritize, yes. again, yes. back to the budget, right? Because yeah. yes. that's just, as I think of the founders that we talk to, and, and even even businesses that have grown, right? I mean, as you grow, you need more money, yep. right? It doesn't mean that money just comes in and then you're not spending it. You're, yeah. spending, you're right. reinvesting yeah. it in the right. company. Um, I think that's one that just continues to come up as around how to have, wh what is the marketing strategy? I mean, you guys said that earlier when we were talking. Um, in If you create a deck or a business plan, I had a business plan, but part of that was, What's your marketing strategy, yeah. your advertising strategy? I didn't even know the word. I mean, I'm a banker, right? Yeah. 20 years. I didn't know what, I never even heard the term paid social. Yeah. Someone asked me and they're like, well, what's your paid social strategy? I, I was like, well, I don't know that? what that means. So it was really important for me to hire someone that could understand that and then build along with it, right? And then get to the point where you can work with an agency. I, and I, why the name Sweet Rise? Why the name Sweet Rise? I think we have to come up with a better story. So you're kind of putting us on the spot here on, on day one. We, had uh, a few we brainstormed names, yeah. a ton of names and we wanted something that was unique and available to get uh, trademarked. Yeah, exactly. Available to get <laughs> trademarked. The donate was available. Yeah. Uh, you know, we didn't want to spend thousands of dollars getting the trademark, which, right. was, which we already learned the hard way in the early days. Oh, nice. And we didn't yeah. um, have the trademark for our original name, which was a blessing in disguise because Social Fly is so much better than that yes. previous yeah. name. Yes. Um, so that's what we were looking for. So we put it out to the team to come up with ideas, and then Stephanie and I would brainstorm, you know, at night on the phone while we're in bed coming up with names and then Sweet Rise just I think it was you Sweet Rise just came to 
to Stephanie, and we're just like, it's that, there's a there's a ring to it. There is, and it's a positive ring. Yes, right. Yes. It's we're sweet to work with. We only like to work with sweet clients. We're gonna help you rise, rise. to the top. Rise. I love that. Yeah. I like it. As yeah. soon as you said it before, I was like, oh, it's catchy, it's right? Very catchy. Sweet rise social. Sweet rise yeah, social. I love that. Yeah. So do you have a handle and everything? We yet? do. Yes. We just yes. launched it. It's at Sweet Rise Social. At Sweet Rise Social. Yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna switch gears to <laughs> entrepreneurista. First of all, I mean, that might be the best name of a podcast ever. Thank you. Uh, and now you've launched Entrepreneurista. So um, just spend a little bit on the, what Entrepreneurista is, why, and then now, again, as someone who came from a very long career in corporate, I love that you've done Entrepreneurista because you can be so entrepreneurial in a company. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, so actually, when Stephanie and I first started Social Fly, we also started a networking group uh, called Startups in Stilettos. Love it. Um, and that was a networking group for women in the early days. It was really just yeah. our people who became our friends wow. through running a business. So it was you know up and coming entrepreneurs who were also launching their businesses. It it tended to be younger and it was very informal. We would host. Um, meetings at our office or we, we had a few happy hours yeah. at, at some bars just to get people together yeah, yeah just yeah. to really get people together you know we wanted to make it a business but you know we were also new to even starting a business so it's like do we really want to start two businesses at the exact <laughs> right, same time right. but that was always a passion of ours and something we wanted to do was to bring women together uh, so then when we published our first book, which was also dedicated to to women, uh, and that's called, like, La Follow, The Entrepreneurista's Guide to Using Social which Media. Which we have in our space. Yeah. So that's uh, kind of where the word, we started to use that word, uh, entrepreneurista. So then when we decided that we wanted to launch a podcast, again, back to the same place that we seem to be in a lot is, what's the, what are we going to call it? What's the name? And then I don't remember if we had some other options, but I think Stephanie was like, why don't we use Entrepreneurista? So, so we did. It became the Entrepreneurista podcast. And then, and then, yeah, it's, it's been uh, a really, really fun journey. And we have over the past year, I think it's been a year now or almost a year. The beginning of November will be a year. That's it? Launched it. Uh, we've met so many incredible women. Yes. 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 And one of the keys to our success uh, is the first day or week that we launched the podcast, we actually got a billboard in Times Square to promote it. And it wow. gave the podcast instant credibility. Yeah. And now people are just approaching us trying to get on the podcast. And that was really from day one because of the billboard. Yeah. We're pitched probably <laughs> two to five people a day. Really? Yes. I'm now, I, I mean, yeah. I was really honored to be yeah. on it when I was on it. Now I'm like, whoa, that's incredible. It's crazy. It's really, really crazy. It's just really taken off and it's so much fun. And yeah, we learn so much. Yeah. We're so excited to be able to share the wisdom of all these incredible female founders with everyone who's listening and first starting businesses and learning from mistakes that people have made along the right. way. But when we're in the room interviewing these women, like, we're learning so much too. Right. That you can then absorb yes. and, and yeah. back to our business too. So it's and, just been And Entrepreneurista came out of that. Yes. Yes. So we wanted to be able to tell stories of these entrepreneurs within organizations yes. and how they've been able to really rise to the top of their organizations by being who they are and sharing those tips to women who are working in the corporate world and a lot of what you do here at right. Luminary. Yeah, I think it's so important because not everybody 
is going to be able to leave their jobs to become entrepreneurs for many reasons. Not everybody wants to leave their jobs, become entrepreneurs, but you can still have that entrepreneurial or entrepreneurial spirit within your company, small to large. I mean, as a JP Morgan, HSBC, Bank of America, I think every single role that I had, I took on an entrepreneurial approach. I think you have to get people on board with that because some of these companies are very, you know, have a legacy. But I do think, and we had Carla Harris, who's from Morgan Stanley, and she's been there for 35 years, always at Morgan Stanley. And so we had her for our speaker series. And one of the questions was, have you, you know, what have you liked about being there? Because that's just unheard of anymore. She's like, I've been really entrepreneurial and I've been able to pivot into different lines of business and different roles. And as long as I felt challenged and I felt like I could grow and grow that business in different ways, then I looked at it as I was an entrepreneur within Morgan Stanley for 35 years. And I think that is, those stories are are equally as important to tell because the majority of women in the workforce are going to stay in companies, right? It's why we have such a big part of our membership that aren't entrepreneurs. They're looking for community and connection and programming and content. Um, So I think, and it gives them an inspiration too, because there's so much in the papers that say founder, venture capital, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you go, well, wait, what about me? Right? I mean, 18 months ago, that, that would have been me sitting, I mean, sitting in the bank going, wait, that's all I read about. I think it's really important that you're telling those stories. Um, so what's next? What's next? Well, we just launched yeah. Sweet Rice today, <laughs> so we'll need a well, little bit of time. <laughs> it's like so much. see how that's going. Uh, we do want to launch Social Fly Ventures, which is, um, you know, us helping startups with their marketing in exchange for equity so that'll be in 2020 Uh, and then really just continuing to grow uh, hire talented people mentor our our team support you know women leaders in our company and just continue on this journey that we've been on and get a little sleep somewhere. yeah somewhere and as a new mom oh my god (laughs) how are you doing i'm alert i don't know I really don't know. I've learned how to function on very little sleep, which... She just got the best breast pumps. I did. That's a the good LV, tip. The a LV br- tip. breast pumps. Okay. They, do you know about these? I know. I know. <laughs> but they, they're like, they're, oh my God. <laughs> Pull them out. For those of you, that, you're not going to be able to see uh, this, In my Dos Toros bag, we, okay. had, um, we had a HR on the podcast for Oh, amazing. Yeah. Look at these things. <laughs> Uh, and we have a I breast learned, pump here yes, in our lactation I room. So a lot about breast I mean, there's another from, tuck in here, and you literally just put it inside, and you can walk around because I've been attached to my desk for several hours a day. So you need that. Yes. That's an LV. And founder is a woman, so I reached <gasps> out to them because I want to have the founder on the podcast. So we're in a meeting today, and it's like three three of us, all women, and Stephanie comes in, and she's just sitting there with a big smile on her face. And, she, and we're like, what is going on with you? She goes, do you notice anything? And we're like, no, what? She goes, I'm pumping right now. <laughs> But incredible. Yes, because no one knows, and now I can be in a meeting. Exactly. And And not feel weird. And no one feels weird, too, as the meeting participants, right? It's so stressful because poor Adele, who Adele is sitting here as we're recording the podcast, every single day we have our meeting while I'm pumping in my office, and I'm wearing like a drape. Right. The whole thing apparatus. Like, very distracting for both of us. And, and now, now this, yes. LV, so LV, yeah. we will have to reach out to her, too, because yeah. we'd love to highlight female founders as well. Yes. Um, She's based in London. 
ELV, E-L-V-I-E, for those of you that will be listening to this. So that was life-changing, but yeah, being a new mom (laughs) and running a business, it's very challenging. I can't even imagine. I mean, I think it's... Because it's, you have two babies. Yeah. You know, I want to be two places at once. Like, how do you do that? Plus, you're launching new babies within Literally, that family every already every day, yes. right? That's yeah. and, 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 and you had, you know, such a harrowing time. Yeah. And now you have a healthy little baby yeah. girl. She's, She's so best. beautiful. Um, so you talk, I mean, a lot of your clients, whether it's entrepreneurista, intrapreneurista, social fly, um, and you mention a lot about this, this, the woman, right? Like, to supporting founders. Yeah. But there's a lot of them that are women. Um Clearly, Luminary is, is for women, but we welcome all, and, and as you guys do too. But how do you, how are you both, or it doesn't even mean social fly, but how are you inviting more women to the table? Because you just said, Courtney, a few minutes ago, really putting women into leadership yeah. positions and developing them, which as you know is a big thing for me, the pipeline of yes. talent. Uh, so over the past eight years, really more so in the past two years, Stephanie and I have been very focused on scaling ourselves and scaling our business, scaling our business. And in order to do that, we need to hire talented people as leaders of the company. And uh, our management team is mostly women, actually all women with the exception of, of one, and that's seven people. Uh, so we're that's something that we're really proud of because we are a women-owned company, and for the most part, we're a women-led company as well. And something that we have in common, and we've all three of us have talked about, is that you bootstrapped. Oh yeah, you self-funded this. Self-funded, never raised money, and, and we talk about this. The conversation a lot of the times is around, you know, in the press is this woman raised. $10 million, $50 million, and we did it by being really scrappy, figuring out as we went along, and built a multi-million dollar business ourselves with the support of a lot of, you know, other founders who've helped us along the way. Sure. But um, but you did it, it yourself, happened, yeah. right? And, and that's, I mean, when you read, whether it's Amex or the visa state of women in business or entrepreneurship, it's like 60 plus percent of women self-fund. Some of that is out of necessity, mm-hmm. right? Because they can't get a loan, they can't get funding, and, and we're, you know, we hear about every day, it's harder and harder to raise. Um, but I think it's really important. So you grew sustainably, responsibly, and we actually have profitably. No and that's something we don't talk about. We have no, no debt. debt. No debt. And I think that's something that's, again, we've, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the press and the media highlights, it's the raise, which and they equip, they equal that to being a success. Um, we can see multiple examples in the last couple of weeks that that's not yeah. true, right? And it allows you to really think about where you want to spend your money and how you reinvest in your company yeah. versus being beholden to someone saying, this is how you grow. You can't launch a company named Sweet Rise. Yeah. Right, that's what you want to do, yeah. right? Um, we I come think, up with the idea, and then we just yeah. go do it. But that's, <laughs> just do and it you're and nimble it out yeah. as we go, yeah. right? So, um, so the last question we always ask is, and you can each answer this. Your d- dynamic duo is, who is your luminary? Who is my luminary? I think when when someone asks me, you know, who what do I really look up to? I think there are a lot of women yeah. that yeah. I really look up to. Uh, I was fortunate enough to, you know, have really strong women in my life growing up. You know, my mom is a very strong personality, and so is my grandma, or is my grandma on my dad's side. She, you know, is a serial, or it's not a serial entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, started her own business really right when she moved to the U.S., uh, so they would be luminaries, and then, like, 
other luminaries would be Stephanie, of oh, course, and then of course, you, of course Oprah and Sheryl <laughs> yeah. Sandberg yeah. are are people that I that I look up to, as well as Amal Clooney. I think she's got great style. <laughs> she does. She really does. And she's. I heard her speak last year at the Massachusetts Conference oh, for wow. Women. Incredible. Amazing. I mean, the intelligence. Yeah, I love her. Right. I love her. I know. And now, because she's married to George Clooney, sorry, we're digressing here. But <laughs> it's like, but think about her background. Like, she's just yes, unbelievable. And awesome. her, yes, her style is amazing. Stephanie. Oh, man. Well, obviously, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney is an, amazing, an amazingly hard worker, dedicated, and I we wouldn't have this business this year if it wasn't for Courtney because I was not in the office for right. 17 weeks. And it's just been a, a wild, wild ride. But... I don't know. Now I feel like my daughter is my luminary because everything I do, I just want to do for her to give her a good life. And I just want to work really hard to show her, show her and make her proud. Yeah. Well, she, you will be her luminary yeah. once she's of the age. Yeah, right. And I think what, her, what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I, and I think that's so important, right? Uh, because we're raising daughters and sons to look up to good people in this world right yeah. and um those are good luminaries it's yeah. good luminaries to have and uh and like you said courtney we can have lots right um but this is exciting where can um our listeners if they don't know you already where can they find all of all right, your business I'll, I'll give you a lot of places to find <laughs> us yes. so. um, go. here we go all right, so to follow our podcast, um, you can go to at Entrepreneurs on Instagram. We always have a direct link to the podcast there, but you can also find Entrepreneurs on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere where you can download a podcast. Um, and then for Social Fly, our website is socialflyny.com, and you can follow us on all social channels at Social Fly. And now we've launched Sweet Rise. We'll be sharing lots of small business tips at Sweet Rise Social on Instagram. Did I miss any? And personally. And personally, at Court Spritzer, at Steph Joel Carton. If you want to follow our dogs, they have accounts too. <laughs> Molly has an account now. Molly has an yes, account now? It's she unbelievable. Does. Well, I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less coming She's from you She's the private. So you have to request a join. I have to make sure we don't have... Um, not so good yeah. people on there. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. and when we when we launch this, um, we'll tag all of the social for all of you. But it's been so great, and I just love what you guys are doing. And I would love to have you guys come back and talk to our community yeah, about Sweet to. Rise. Yes. But then you know, because we have corporate members too that are some of the biggest companies in the world. Talk if you're not already working with them, you never know. Yes. So between the two, you're co- you're covering all audiences. Perfect. So thanks again for 